Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 61 of Psychotic and Iconic. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in for our, to our live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it so we can get more viewers in here. We really want to get these comments going tonight. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and do so. Mikey P, take it away. <laughs> Hit that shit again, hey, Bill! Yo. Come on! Hey, yo, we back, dog. Yeah. I'm back, motherfuckers. We back. We're rocking Hit that shit nice. again. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got Palate back in the fucking building. Let's go. He's here in the fucking flesh, everybody. In the flesh. Let's uh, fucking go. Oh, he's gonna be man, bad. look, I'm nervous, man. We got Palate man. back. We got our P and I shirts. <laughs> Bro, we're fucking go ahead, here, Show bro. that shit off to the camera. Let's see it. Hey, let's show go, that bro. shit we off. Got long sleeves, short sleeves, hoodies, all that good shit, man. Masks, rubbers, any, everything. Facts. Special <laughs> thank you to IPP Pressworks. That's Dennis and Diane Riley, my aunt and uncle. Thank you so much for the gear. Hit us up if you're interested, man. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. It's perfect. We okay. Lit. Man, I'm comfy. I'm back, baby. This is great. I missed you guys, man. This is crazy. It's like my first show, man. I'm so nervous right now. Tom, he so, said, Tom said it's a home game. That's facts. Facts, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> bro. He ain't lying. Man, we got to get the jitters out. So let me get right into this shit, all right? And we'll do our thing. You guys ready for this? Man, I'm born ready, born. bro. Man, I love you guys. All right. P&I, episode 61. March 2nd, new month. We're all here. We're back, baby. Mm -hmm. P&I episode 61 is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for Prize Picks today using the promo code ICONIC will receive 100% into deposit match up to $100. Promo code ICONIC. You know that by now. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Damn, that was the best I ever read that off. <laughs> easy. You got new said. energy. Yeah. I, I think I think it's the shirt. Yeah, I feel comfy. Yeah, comfy. <laughs> comfy. <laughs> Man. Anyway, we are live on PropsHQ.com, the Props Network. Be sure to go over there and subscribe to Psychotic and Iconic. You won't regret it. All right? Tonight, MLB lockout. Bullshit. Fucking MLB. 
the worst. We got that. All right. We're going to start off with that. We got NBA. We got John Morant talk. We got LeBron, the Lakers, the Western Conference, maybe even a little bit of Eastern Conference. All right. Getting really deep in NBA today, not just the Sixers. All right. Last but not least, you always got some NFL. We got some wide receiver talk that we kind of tabled from last show. Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf, maybe even Matt Ryan. Mm. And we're lucky. We'll get there. Um, without further ado, let's fucking do it, boys. That's right. Let's do this shit, bro. Yo, we really all back, yo. We're back. It's lit. Oh, shit, it got serious. Because the MLB is fucking locked out, guys. Do I even need to start this one off and give a give like an intro? Do I even need to do that? I or should we just start throwing aware. blame everywhere? I think they're everybody's aware. I mean, in case anybody was sleeping under a rock or whatever, the MLB is not returning on time. They could not come to an agreement. Are you fucking kidding me? Is this really happening? They are locked out. They did not agree to a CBA deal and they canceled two series already rob manfred's on tv laughing he was on tv laughing he getting his check okay yeah facts he's, he's, getting, getting, he's getting paid yeah like i'd be laughing too i'd be chilling <laughs> nah i wouldn't do that i care about the game so unbelievable he's on tv laughing so is it his fault who is to blame here <clears throat> who is to blame the players rob manfred I mean, I feel like it's an easy answer, but I want to be fair, okay? It's the owners. They're just greedy assholes. That's what it really what it boils down to at the end of the day. And then, like, I was reading something online. They were saying that they're on, if, 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 it, if the negotiations were the length of a football field, they're on the 30-yard line. <sighs> are they approaching the score, or are they on the opposite no, side? No, the opposite side. Like, it was just a kickoff? Yeah. Okay. I don't so, think it was ever really close. Yeah, so I don't, I mean, to me, it just, it's, it's just greed. Of course it is. And they made, the, the, like, the owners, the franchises went up, like, $41 billion or something like that. It's like, what what is there even to debate? I mean, And now it's just a staring contest. So I don't even know where to, I don't even know where they go from here, to be honest. Because I don't think the players are backing down at all. And nah, I don't, I don't blame them. want to be out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're fighting to, to play the season. Yeah. Every day that they wait, guys, this brand is taking irreparable damage irreparable they think that they're on the same level as nfl nba they uh, think that i'm here to let you know they are close. nowhere close it's not even and every day that this goes on publicly everything every every bit of blame going around this is the second time now they've had a shutdown in the last three years how can they recover from this shit i mean i'm definitely blaming the owners too by the way but do you think that baseball is damaged beyond repair at this point? I think it's like, repairable. I just think that the stars that are in the league, they need to really branch out more. Like Mike Trout, like he's supposed to be the best in the game, but like honestly, he's not really marketable. Like he, he's Bryce he, Harper's more he don't put himself out there, right? Like you need you need like flash to represent the the brand, right? Like you got players like Tatis, like it's fun to watch him. He's 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 out in public. He's he's shown like he's seen like Trout is kind of low key, and he's he's supposed to be the best player in in in, in, the, in, uh, in the the league, and he's not really shown enough. So for me, it's just like I feel like they need their stars to actually be stars. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, I, to echo everything you just said, and it's like I don't even know 
as I was just saying before, I don't know where they go from here. And the thing with me with like, are they damaged beyond repair? I don't want to say beyond repair, but there's multiple things that they need to do. Like, it's not just like the stars do need to be stars. They need to be more marketable and more outgoing and more engaging. But like, to me, it's so much deeper than that. Like, I, to me, like, I don't want to watch a four hour baseball game with 700 pitching changes. Like, because now, like, baseball doesn't use analytics. They rely on analytics. Mm -hmm. So you don't really want to see that. Like, after the, the 94 lockout, the steroid era, which everybody says that they, that they kind of turned the blind eye to that. And Bud Selig still gets in the Hall of Fame. That's yeah. another conversation. To get, to get the league going. And that was, like, the best era ever. That was fun. You were smashing home runs. And yeah, things I like that. So I it was like, it was great. Yeah, hell yeah. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire's like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, you don't see that anymore. Yo, you don't. I'm not going to lie. I think that this year's Hall of Fame ballot, too, with Barry Bonds coming up on the last year, That's uh, Roger Clemens not getting in, and them just blatantly shunning that part of history also just killed them. It killed them. Ortiz gets you in. You lose now. every. Yeah, Ortiz gets in knowingly used yeah. <laughs> performance enhancing drugs. But he was a nice guy to the media. He gets in. First ballot. Are you fucking kidding me? And Barry Bonds is First done. ballot he got in. At least make him wait a turn because of, you know, because of what PEDs. It, it is what it is. So just the hypocrisy and then the owners to have the stones. They say, oh, there's urgency. We need to get the season going. Rob, Rob Manfred said this on December 2nd, guys. And then waits 43 days to make an official offer. Does that sound like somebody that wanted baseball to start on time? Does that sound care. like it? He doesn't care. It didn't seem like it. I mean, yeah, the timeline doesn't really match up to it. And it's crazy, too, because, like, as much shit as Roger Goodell gets, like, clown T-shirts and all the shit that he catches, and for even the craziest of issues, like the, the domestic abuse and things like that, the NFL is profitable, marketable. It's thriving. They're yep. the worldwide leader in sports. Facts. And the NBA's got a hell of a product that challenges it. Yeah. Even the NBA for that. Like Adam Silver. I mean, he was the first one to bring sports back in 2020 with the bubble. Like, those are things that the MLB needs to look at. No innovation. That, exactly. Zero. Exactly. They That's, got 162 games still. Yeah, Maybe I, you shrink that a little bit. Only, I don't know. The only good thing about they the lockout. Have to, bro. Yeah, the only good thing about the lockout. They're going to have to this year already. That the games are going to be shrunk. Because you don't need 162 games. But, like, if you dropped it down to just say, I mean, I would, like, 125 or even 122 just to keep it 40 off, a round number. And then you did something fun with a playoff tournament. Why can't you do that? Like, that's, in, that's innovative shit that can make the game more fun. Like, you see the NBA saying, oh, we're thinking about adding um, a midseason tournament. Mm -hmm. The NFL, they added a seventh, um, seventh, a seventh playoff team. Yeah. The, um, you know, the, now they're thinking about changing the overtime rules. The NBA has a play-on game now. Yeah, the NBA, great point. Mm -hmm. And that's my, I, I love it. I never want them to get rid of it. And I, that happened, fire. that happened because of the bubble. And it's it's awesome. Teams seven through nine fight for the playoff spot, win and in. Anything can happen in those games. Anything can happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you see that and it's like baseball is just so far, baseball is just like so far behind. Yeah, let me ask the audience something real quick before we continue. Give me your best way to improve baseball's product right now. I just want to hear some ideas. Just start throwing them out there. All right, let's talk about it. Um, let 
let pitchers pitch more than six innings. But, but yeah, right. So go go on that to the Hall of Fame. Like Ryan yeah, Clemens didn't even game. get in the fucking Hall of Fame, bro. Like the guy had seven Cy Young Award winners. Like Barry Bonds bro, and Roger bro. Clemens both had two Hall of Fame careers. One on PEDs, and one off. Mm -hmm. They yeah. both would have got in anyway. They did what everyone else was doing, and the league turned a blind eye. I believe they belong in. I think it's silly at this point. It's silly that they're going to have to wait for the competition committee or whatever uh, whatever committees. There's like five of them Bro, to get Clemens, in. Bro, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, like, that was our childhood guy. He was awesome. Tom also mentioned Dane Teston now, either. Yeah, yeah. like, like I, for, so you basically like, just what? said you could go ahead yeah. and, and take steroids again. Right. Why not? They're, we they're need a shot in the arm. So no pun intended. The door to do yeah. that because they, <laughs> the they need that, bro. They <laughs> get, need that. Get that to him. Yeah. But my thing is, so if they're doing that they now, it. if they start letting steroids go again, what's that mean for Barry Bonds? So just for the past 20 years. He wasn't nice, Mike. He wasn't a nice guy. That's all. That's all it was. Roger Clemens wasn't nice. He he ruffled some feathers. So, man, this is just silly. It's silly. But my thing is, yo, so what? All right, he ruffled feathers. Cool. But the, the man, he performed, bro. When it mattered most, he performed. Did he ever go to jail? So what, what what are we talking about? I mean, we all we all know, like, first half of the '90s, Barry Bonds already had like 350 homers, 300 steals, I think, 310, 315 lifetime average. He's the best baseball player I ever saw. And the guy still had multiple <laughs> years left, even when they they literally they gave him the Kaepernick blackball basically at the end. Yeah, they literally yeah, blackballed him. He could have yeah. came back. He was still still hitting 270 with 30 bombs almost. I mean, it's just crazy. That's the first thing, though, is just that right there. The Hall of Fame has become an absolute joke. Mm -hmm. The season's too long. And then you got all this shit going on publicly, and your owner is laughing. The, not the owner, the commissioner and the owners laughing on TV. And you got the players pleading just to even allow them to celebrate. Let's, let's like... Let's celebrate when we hit a home run, you know? Let's loosen up a little bit. Let's make this shit interesting. Let's bring some juice to the game. They don't want to have that. They don't want nothing. I, I think, literally, they're so motivated by money, they're forgetting, like, they're, they're literally forgetting the PR damage right now. And they're forgetting that baseball is not up to snuff with the other leagues. Mm -hmm. Not even soccer these well, days. And Mike, Soccer's the, rising the, here's the thing in America. Too, like you're saying, too, with them not being up with NBA and NFL, like, they already have a hard time grabbing an audience. Like, I'm not going to sit down on a Tuesday night and watch a White Sox and an Astros game. You're relying on tradition at this point. Yes. And you're like, killing watch, it by not having the game live. But in the playoffs, I would probably watch that because it's they're more meaningful. Like, right. who gets into a game on May 10th between the uh, between a like I said, like a White Sox and an Astros game. And or you know what else, too? Game. For how much longer, like, can we ignore... Like, they have... They're the only sport that has an entire window to themselves during the year. They have that period where NBA and NHL and NFL are off. They're done. Yeah. They have the whole market to themselves. Soon enough, someone's going to catch up to that, by the way. And another league is going to be playing during those months because there's just so much demand for the product. The XFL. The XFL, for True. example. Yeah. Well, now I they're mean, working with the there's NFL. There's multiple spring leagues going on right now, potentially. And now they're saying that the NFL is going to be working with the XFL 
which again, innovative, and I actually think it's a great idea. They're going to test things out in the XFL that could be put into the, the NFL game. MLS on the rise. They're bringing in big name players. You got guys leaving in the middle of their prime, like Lorenzo Insigne, my guy from Napoli, is leaving in his prime to go to the MLS right now. You got guys like that. You're, they're, they're expanding. They're opening these state-of-the-art stadiums. And you got, I mean, the NHL is now back on ESPN. They're getting a little bit more viewership. I mean, I just can't believe this, guys. And I'm a, I'm a traditional guy, too. I love baseball. I look forward to it. I love it, I don't, but I man, don't know, man, to fix it, like, honestly, I would shrink the games. Like, 162 games to determine who's the best team in the league is fucking crazy. Or even not, not even to determine who's the best team in the league. You're, that's, that's just getting the playoffs. But if it takes you 162 games to determine who is the best team or the number one seed, then what, like, how? Like, that's too many games for me. And so I just said this to Tom in the comments, but if they say they shorten it, shorten it even to 142, they take 20 games off. Are the players going to turn around and take a haircut on the, on, because the, the, the owners are going to say that's losing revenue. Yeah, right. So now it's like, okay, well, we're not going to be the only ones losing. Back and to the money conversation. over money. So yeah. I don't see how, the, like, there's so many things that need to be worked out. And it just seems like Rob Manfred can't, he can't relate to his players. Nope. That's the problem. They're, like, they're out just, of touch, man. You know what's funny, too, is that, like, I'm, so, I'm, I'm always excited when baseball starts, right? Always. But it's only the first two weeks. After that, I'm like, all right, Tuesday, Phillies versus Astros. Like, I, am I going to watch it on a Tuesday if I have shit going on? No, I ain't going to watch it. But I watch like, it come I'm August. Not, I'm not rushing oh, yeah. to go watch it, though. That's my point. I'm like, oh, my God, I got I to, gotta, like, prioritize to watch it. Like, yeah. Because there's 162 games. Like, I'm not missing shit. I'm not missing anything in, in a game at the end of April versus a game that I'm, that, you know, towards the end of the season, like in August or September. Like, they're, they're games that actually, like, really matter. I know every game matters, but nobody really gives a fuck about a game and that's, that's being played in April when you got, like, four months to go. Like, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. you're not really going to gain people's attention by that. This is true. And I mean, like, then you got you still have a crowd that does watch all these games. There's some people where baseball is their favorite sport. And you're offending those people, sure. too. You're losing the casual older. fans, though, because the first thing they're seeing right now is, oh, you know, they can't even agree to play right now. If you're a casual fan who might have tuned in, it's like, oh, nah, fuck that. Yeah, I mean, like... I got just, shit to do. Like, for instance, like, watch our, baseball. You know, Tom, he, he loves baseball, so he'll watch the game. And plus, he plays fantasy. So people Me that too, play man. fantasy and do that... They're 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 engaged into into the games. Oh yeah. Whereas an outsider like me, I, I don't play fantasy baseball, and I, 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 I enjoy watching either. baseball. But like that's you know like I said, it's just I like to see like a lot more games at stake. Where the NFL is, all right, you got 17 games, but every game kind of matters. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like there's like a stat. If you're 0 and 2 in the NFL, your chances of making the playoffs are like 30 percent. Yeah. yeah. This is where creativity is going to have to come in hand. And I guess the final question before I move us on, guys, because we could sit here and bitch about these guys for a long time. They're just, they, they haven't learned their lesson. So us bitching about it probably won't change shit. But do you think a deal is going to get done? And if so, when? I, I reasonably, yeah, like. I would guess, I would guess mid, mid to late April. I still think they, they're a month or so away, to be honest. I really do. I think, like, I'm thinking the owners are going to cancel the first month of season because yeah. they don't really take a hit until after it's that the second month I yeah. see. So it would, be, it would may. be may may like i i just wonder if they're even going to have discussions in the next few days weeks like when are they even going to talk again i like, don't even know it's going it? to be may yeah. <laughs> 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 that might have to be the title 
can but like think about it though the owners really can at this point just sit back and let it happen and then let the players come to them i can't even believe this man. bro it's it's a shit show i mean look they, and it's like all right look if you scale back the games and the owners get pissed because they lose revenue so what do, you, what do you actually do you got to market your stars. You got to do that. How do you have, do that? I don't know. They have so many young stars, and you're wasting potentially the greatest baseball player ever at Mike Trout. You're wasting his prime. You're wasting guys who are, you know, near their 30s in their prime. I mean, I, we're, we're, we lost two years of Mike Trout. I, I, feel, I, like, feel, I feel like you stole something from me. Yeah, but I, I also feel like it's kind of his fault, too, though. He's, he's, he's not really, like the type to be in the spotlight yeah but i mean i'm just you know saying I mean? like, like he could be setting historical numbers right now yeah and that's terms all I'm of saying. Being, yeah okay I, and also I got the that. league yeah, could no. do better marketing him too but that's a whole different story and they don't guys screw the mlb i'm so mad at them like yo do you I'm guys so see mad. do you guys walk around and see people rocking baseball jerseys outside it's of baseball season like I don't, I don't i don't see that it's been a minute i could tell you that <laughs> Unless you go to the club or something, and you want to, you want to, you want to don something fresh. You know what I mean? Like, a, like a, <laughs> like a throwback Marlins jersey. Like, they're fire, bro. They sure. are. Yeah. The green ones. Yeah. <laughs> the turquoise. Yeah, they're they're heat. Man, let's move on from this shit. It's too depressing. All right. NBA. Phil, give me something over there, please. I put in the please. That's yeah. There we, there we go. Yeah, Little upbeat. All right. This is the good stuff here. A good sport, a great product going on right now. We're going to start with John Morant, guys. Allen Iverson, our goat, our Philly goat, who, Fast by the way, ever. has an MVP candidate on his team, goes out and he gives a ringing endorsement to John Morant as the MVP after his 52-point game the other night. That's a couple nights ago. So this has brought on a lot of conversation, all right? I think we need to discuss where does Ja rank in this conversation because I'll be honest, I haven't heard his name get thrown around much in the MVP talks. Just recently over the last week Bro. is when he started to come onto, this, come onto the scene. Bro, we're looking at the next Kobe. Oh, he's a killer. He's a fucking certified, bona fide superstar killer, bro. That like dunk he, the other night, did you see that dunk? I, I, I watched oh. him, dude, and it's like, Bro, he just brings it night in and night out. And the fact that he got bum-ass Memphis as the third seed right now is fucking bananas, bro. This guy is legit, dude. He's the future of the NBA. Next year, he's going to be the best player in the NBA. That's Cat. In my opinion. It's not Cat. It's Cat. Who, who's going to be better? Well, LeBron. Luca's still there. I'm, I won't even say LeBron. Luca's right, cool. still there. Embiid's still there. I like Giannis is still there. KD is still there. Steph is still there. Just to name a few. I I, I fuck with John Morant. I think he's going to get better and better, dude. And like all the he guys is. you named, they're they're getting older and older, bro. This guy's fresh, except for Luca. Nick, are you saying potentially that you might agree with Allen Iverson that he's the MVP right now? Who is he? Like, I, do any of us believe he's the MVP? No, nah, I, I think he's top three. I think he's top. You yeah, got him right. in the top three now. I do. I got, my number one is Embiid. Yeah, I got Michael. Embiid too. Right, but. The fuck? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Did, did she just say Michael? Yeah. I thought I heard my I heard, our names. I, I heard Michael. I, I heard that too. But anyway, this guy Thanks. is next Kobe, and we are getting, dude, we're getting ready to be like oh, wait. excited about the NBA in the future, bro. Yo, I think Phil might have the clip for us right here. This is the dunk right here. This one. Look at this, man. Go ahead. Philly Phil. Bro. That was clutch. Killer. Boom! Baptism! Certified fucking killer, bro. Boom! Poster! 
He's saying, come here, boy. I'm going to fucking slam on your head. That's, yeah, that's what he did. I got to be honest, too. I love that he's in Memphis. He's a beast, bro. I think you want to hit that against it's great, for, it's great for small market teams. Look at, Look at this. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. Bro. His nuts are in his face. <laughs> Look at that shit. What is he? Six foot? Six three? Tops? Oh, oh my Man. God. Like, now. Uh, that's, this is like, this bro. is this is Kobe killer shit right here. 100%. Bro, he's just never scared to take the last shot. He's never scared to shoot. He's he's always he always feels like he's in control, bro. And he and look, he really is. Memphis is fucking third in the West, bro. I like the West believe, is yo, tough too. 43 and 20. They're like they're made they're 8 and 2 in the last 10. And they're only 7 games out of the Suns. That's probably not reachable, but they could easily pass the Warriors in number 2. They're only a half game back right now. Yeah. So I, I think he is being a little overlooked. Like It wasn't until Iverson said that that I actually heard his name in the talks. It's always in beating Jokic. And then I hear that ignorant I crowd. About, I that forgot talk, about Jokic, too. I hear them talk about Jokic, and yeah, he's a hell of a player, but Embiid's the MVP. Let's, but did you guys see that, that buzzer beater at the half, though? Yeah. Probably that was sick. <laughs> yeah. But guys, so I think I think I would feel comfortable having him in, in the top three in this talk. Bro, you got to rise like, even further. Dude, Memphis is third in the West currently, dude. They like, got a good team. That Bane with is 19 good. games left, dude, or 20 games or some shit, dude. He's underrated too. Bane, right. he's really good. Yo, I, I, I'll say it right here too. Don't be surprised if Memphis makes some noise in the playoffs too. They already did Bro. last year. Yeah, you I guys know. remember that shit? Oh yeah. And then they I got experience. They, man, I mean, and what's crazy is they would have been in the playoffs two years ago, but the bubble start. That was the first right. year of the play-in, and they lost. I think they lost to the Blazers. Yeah. But and they you're right. They bro, would have played. They sh would have been in the playoffs already. And what's crazy is too that like I feel like a lot of players are gonna want to play with John Morant too. A hundred percent. Like Memphis becomes like like kind of like a destination to go to. A hundred percent. They're and fucking legit. Yeah, I want to. So. I want to see how this unfolds. I think that like the next thing we have to do. I mean, eventually at some point, guys, we're gonna do the the top players under twenty five. Yeah, we talked about it. We were talking we about Ja it. versus Luca yeah. uh, privately, and there's a whole different thing about Luca. By the way, I'm sure you guys saw this. Like Luca's stats compared to LeBron in his first yeah, two hundred something games, unbelievable. And they're they're better than LeBron's. Everything except for scoring, which is odd. There's like one, way. yeah, one category. That's LeBron it. Had. That's the only one. Okay, we'll talk about that another time. But um, where do you rank Ja among the best players in the league? Like, let's talk about this because. I think it's easier for us to talk this out. I, I really do. Is he top ten? Absolutely. Is he top dollars. five? He's top. He's, he's top not 10. top five, but he's. I think he's top five. He's, I think he's, he's on the. He's getting there. I think he's. There, bro. He's on. He's in that eight to ten range. You can make an argument. Yeah. Like I, w I would have a hard time. Who going, does he knock out of the top ten? We can go through this together. We got. We got a couple minutes like, here. Not to be. Not. Uh, not to like. Throw shade at Jokic, but I would take Ja over Jokic. I would too. Any any night Honestly. of the week, to be honest. Like I really would. So based on the style, yeah. Like I don't like. I think that Ja Morant, his skill set's going to take you further than Jokic will. Playmaker, but can score. And we also need to remember yeah, something I mean, too. We dropped fifty-two yeah. on the subject of Jokic. Everybody's forgetting about Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is a stud, and he's a killer, too. And he's not even being talked about because he tore his ACL, and that's fine. He could be back soon. Yeah, him and Michael Porter Jr. But, like, my, my thing God. is, um, like, for me, it's like after five, you like, I, I mentioned all those guys about um, yeah, Like, who's our better, top better five? We got KD, we got Steph, got we got Giannis, LeBron, Giannis, Embiid. Embiid. Then and you, in but, no particular order, But then right? you start getting to 
Luca right now, I think, is a little bit better than Ja. He has more. So he has more in his arsenal. Embiid is better than Ja. I mean, um, Harden is better than Ja right now. I got Harden too. Like that. That's those are fair things. I would take Ja right now over Anthony Davis. He can't stay healthy. Is LeBron top five? That's not yeah. Right now? Let's not do this. Right yeah. now? Let's not do this. Yeah. But I would say so. I mean, you, you are out of your fucking mind. <laughs> well, I, saying that just, LeBron's not top five. You are out of your mind. We are not I doing this tonight. Po- he was I asking. Po- I just posed the question, bro. And, I didn't. And know. I you saying it emphatically. So, so, we, we were talking about LeBron there, in a minute. Your blood yeah, Mike, was Mike going just, up. Mike just relax. turned orange. It's that tan energy. He's not turning red. He's turning a little orange. I'm fresh up out the sand. February tan. Is he better than Kawhi, guys? No, 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 he's not better than Kawhi. Uh, AD, AD is like probably here's number a good, ten. For here's, me. A, here's a here's a great is he better question. than Dame? Is he is he better than um, Paul George? Yeah, like you think he's definitively a better yeah, player than Paul George? John Moran? Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, bro. I would take John Moran over Paul George, and then I would. But even I'm think saying, twice but about. my thing is, is that's where his comparison is. He's in in he's in that level. The, the Paul Georges? No, no, no. Like, he's, like, I would say that, like I said, and he's in the back end of the 10, but Paul George would be somebody that you compare him to before you compare him to a KD or a LeBron or a Giannis or an Embiid. Look, so here, actually, yeah. I'll make this easy for us. I'll count it on my fingers. I'm, I got it in front of me. Durant, LeBron, uh, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic. That's five right there. Curry, in no particular order, yeah. I'm just saying. Harder. These are the guys we said that are better, all right? Harden, Kawhi, we're at eight right now. Yeah. And then you got... Did you say Luka? Luka. And then number 10 uh, would be Dame AD. Is he better than Dame? That I think Dame is probably... No, I think Dame, Dame oh, is actually Dame's a better comparison be. than Paul George. Okay. Right now, I, I would say that Dame is, is better than, than Morant right now. But, that, but like my thing is, is when I say you put him in the back end of the top 10... You could say I'm, I would take him over Dame. I yeah. would take him over Jokic. You can. But those first seven guys, there's just there's not really a way to say it. But we could say definitively, so, I think he's better than Tatum, Booker, AD. Uh, maybe not definitively over da- AD, but close. Better than AD. I'm taking right? John. Hundred percent. I'm taking John too. He's there. Beal, <laughs> uh, Butler. He's better than that crowd. hundred percent. But that's the crowd that you would mention him in. Chris Paul. So he's like ten or eleven. Right now. Right now. 10 or 11. Who's 10 or 11? Ja. Right there. Bro, I, he's he's top 10 for me. And, like, I, I'll be honest with you, bro. You put Ja on the Sixers over Harden. Oh. <laughs> they're different, bro. Nah. No. No, 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 no. They're different. Yeah, they're worse. What? Harden is a better player. I think Harden's than better, John too. Than Ja Morant, bro. I'm sorry, Nick. I think Harden's better, too. Harden is better than bro. John Morant, bro. You're getting caught up in the moment. I'm not getting caught up Yo, in but the it's, moment, bro. It's a, a lot of people are going to say that bro, because I, there's still people that don't believe what they're seeing with Harden right now. We're going to see it tonight. I, I love Harden. Oh, I know. I mean, this is not a I wasn't Harden, putting you in that right crowd. Now, bro, like, I wasn't putting you with that crowd, by the way. Bro. But there's a lot of people that are still skeptical. They're like, eh, two games. I don't get it, though. Like, huh? Harden gets... Did you see that shit? Yeah. Like, I saw it. Harden gets... No love on like he just gets like act like he's a pushover for defense. Harden's a pretty good defender. He he's defended. He's a very, very well underrated defender. Like I, I don't get that. He he's he has steals. He has blocks. Then you have um <laughs> th- like his passing ability. Yeah, we got a comment for uh, Papa Broads. He said Ja is Kyler Murray in shorts. I definitely wow. disagree with that. Yeah, I disagree too. I have yeah, to disagree made, with that's that. That's shade. So I have to disagree because Memphis is fucking balling right now, bro. Yeah, but like, anyway, so. <laughs> I don't pay attention to well, that. Well, here, concept. actually, before we 
audience, where does Ja Morant rank for you? I worry. And just give us a number. Give us a number, and we're going to read them off as they come along. All Here right? we go. Real fast. Let me say this real fast. I'm going to make a quick comparison right now for Ja Morant and why there's a slight worry. He reminds me of Derrick Rose. Oh, man, that's a, that's actually a good comp. He's a little bit better of a shooter than Derrick was at this point in his career. But the issue is when you go to the rack the way he goes to the rack, and this is what I was saying why I said Luka has a little bit more in his arsenal because Luka could shoot better. When you go to the rack like that, you're putting your body at risk. Now, don't change your game. Like, that's that's who you are. But you have to be careful with your, the pounding when you're going up against Almost like AI, though. But, hey, if he, if he doesn't miss time like AI, I Fan. mean, he's, big, he's a bigger dude. Bro, we, every year that he Pulse, plays, he guys take a massive leap. Bro. 100%. Wait till next year, dude. Tom's saying like, top 13 bro, to 15. When I say he's next Kobe, like, I'm dead ass. Like, That's I, exactly I, what I say. I legit mean that, bro. Like, he he's just got that killer instinct about him, dude, that, like, propels his team. And, honestly, he makes that team go, man. Like, bro, they are legit. They're a threat, man. I want to see what he does in the They're playoffs. They're a threat. I want to see it, but I, I could see him. I could see him being in that conversation next year. And I really the, could. And here's the honest, 10, I want to Donna see Harden 10, in the playoffs. Mama bro. P. I'm not worried about Josh. And here's the funny thing too about I that. like Harden. Um, Love Harden. Harden's the man. Yeah, dude. no doubt. I'm not, like, and look at the end. This is not a slight to Harden. Yeah, but. and this is what I'm saying. And this is kind of a slight to the Booker crowd. This is what I talk about when I say like Devin broke Devin Booker. Didn't do really anything. He's a one-dimensional guy, right? Until Chris Paul got there. So, like, when people give... and uh, Der, Der, Devin Booker is a fantastic player. I love Devin Booker. But, like, don't put him in that category of a franchise changer because he's not. And that's not a slight or shade. It's just... Chris Paul he's did He's not. Yeah, that was Chris Paul. Like, Devin Booker was in Phoenix for some odd years. They never did shit. Yeah, well, Chris Paul's been hurt, and they're 49 and 12. He just got hurt two days ago. So? He 49? got them there. Bro... And so, check his record so, without Chris so, Paul. So you're telling me that they are 49 and 12 because of Chris Paul? Yes. So Heck. then Chris Paul should be a top 10 player. He, he's, you can make that yeah, argument. I would, I would I argue it. Way, bro. How right not? Now? Right Every, now? Yeah. You can make that argument, Nick. Bro, he. I'm not putting. I'm, I'm taking Ja. Yo, Harden's got 17 no, no right doubt, now. Bro. No doubt. Harden's got 17 before bro. the half. They were down 11. It's regular. Bro, 17. this kid is special. Out dude. There. Like, I he, know that. Ja Morant. Is what Zion is supposed to be. Agreed. That's who he is. Zion has played less games than Greg Oden in his first three years. Right. So, like, mm -hmm. when I think of the 2019 draft class, I think of John Morant. I don't think of Zion. No, hell no. Which is crazy because Zion was the fucking hottest thing since, like, sliced bread. Like, bro, yeah. like, he was literally, like, piping hot, bro, coming out of, like, college. Even even throughout college. Another, another player that's even severely underrated, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, 100%. He he's gets nothing to talk about. And he's, he's climbing. You know, so, I mean, you got to talk about him, too. Not that he's a top 15 yeah, player, yeah. but. But he's climbing, though. He's climbing. Guys, yeah. I'm going to move us on from Ja. I'm a Ja Because this one, <laughs> this tell. one right here. Yeah, I know. I oh, can't wait to see how this unfolds. I mean, the fact that they're a three seed is fucking phenomenal. It I'm already says enough right there. Yeah. So, guys, moving <laughs> us on to some LeBron James talk. The Lakers have lost three in a row, Mike. They lost three in a row. They're the ninth seed. They're under 500. What the fuck? They're 27 and 34. They're booty. Hold on, though. They're three and seven in the last 10. Ooh. I mean, they're negative two in point differential. Oh, just hold on, though. All right. That's, that's just the first part of it. The Lakers are clearly struggling. All right. But then it gets juicy. Dave Portnoy. I have to point this out. This is a hell of a quote. 
and it's very divisive, as is everything he says. Dave Portnoy says, Mike, I, this is going to piss you off, okay? LeBron is an eater of worlds. It's on the screen. There you go. He's an eater of worlds, okay? He goes, takes all your resources, takes everything you have, and he's going to leave the Lakers, just like he left every other franchise in total disarray, far worse than when he arrived. He's disgusting! See, I hate that comment because LeBron won a championship in every <laughs> every place he went to. Thank so, like, you, Nick, because I was just facts. getting ready to say that. Like, I, I, I hate it. Like, if you sell out to win a championship, it. who cares? Right, exactly, right? Like, <laughs> that's my thought. That's what you fight for every year. Like, every team is fighting for the championship. So if you can get LeBron and he, and he wins a championship and leaves my team in disarray, I got a ring, dog. <laughs> can we, can we, let's just take a brief, give me two minutes. LeBron comes to the Cavs in 04. Garbage, garbage, garbage. Gets them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals. Goes to the Miami Heat in 2010. They're 35 and 42 before he joins the team. They go to four straight championships, win back-to-back -back titles. He leaves them. They sink. He goes back to the Cavs, who were a lottery team. That's how they got Kyrie. That's how they got Deion Waiters. They're garbage. He propels them. He leaves the Cavs. They go back in the disarray. Okay, fair. He goes to the Lakers, who haven't made the who haven't made the playoffs they were dog shit in six years yeah. terrible so he's all he's leaving them in disarray because a he's that good but he's also taking them in disarray now this is a, this is a divisive comment Agreed. we're not going into it he didn't do what kevin durant did he didn't go to a championship winning team he didn't do that that's why when kevin durant left and went to brooklyn the warriors were still afloat because he joined an already assembled championship winning team those are two totally different points that so many people forget and it's just we're holding LeBron, 37 year old lebron to the same standard as we did of 27 year old lebron you have to the same way we did with brady you right hundred. No, I'm being serious on that. I'm, I'm not saying that. No, I but know. I know what Tom you're Brady. Saying. That's why we always said with Tom Brady. Oh, he's 44. I don't want to hear it. He's still that guy. He's still performing at that level. LeBron is playing. He's on the verge of winning mean, the scoring title. Yeah. In year 17. He's playing and he's playing unbelievable basketball right now. I just I'm trying to figure out like, can we can we honestly? I I don't think the Lakers would miss the playoffs. But is there? Like, do you guys think there's a chance that they miss the playoffs? I mean, they're uh, only two games up on the Blazers. I think there's definitely a chance. Um, like, because they don't get play any in, back. Play in or playoffs? Well, they're going to oh, overall playoffs. I mean, no, because there's a chance they could get out of the play-in. There's oh, a shit. chance. I mean, where where do you think they're going right now? Play-in, playoffs, or missing? Because I, so, I think we need to establish this as well uh, as. Like, I mean, I think that the Portnoy thing's crazy. LeBron is is phenomenal, and he's won everywhere. So we're dismissing Portnoy, but I had to point that out. I think they are – they're going to be in the play-in. I do think they will get to the playoffs because they're going to get Anthony Davis back, yeah, which I think will get help. Too, Mike. Bro, but time is ticking, how bro. long are they going to have him? Like, here's the thing. If Chris Paul comes back, I don't think the Lakers stand a chance in a seven-game series versus the, um, the Suns. I would give them a chance in seven games against the Grizzlies and against even Golden State in that matter. So how far are they what? going? I would how? give them a chance in seven oh, games. Hell if, no. if, if AD is healthy. If AD is yeah. healthy. That's why I said I don't, I don't know how healthy he is. I don't care if he's healthy or not, bro. He'll probably be in street clothes. Bro, um, look. That's major shade. But Russell Westbrook, bro, he, he's, if he's on the court, <laughs> I like the Grizzlies' chances. He's getting slandered a lot, too. But <laughs> Russell Westbrook hasn't been... 
Russell Westbrook has played his worst year of his career, but he's Brutal, getting bro. way too much blame. Bro, but have you watched him? Bro? No, I have, and he's hitting the side of the backboard. Yeah, and he's, he's throwing missing layups. Bro, he's throwing to the opposite team. I think like, the criticism is finally getting getting to him too. I think it ate him up. Yeah, and he just he lost all confidence. He can't. He's shooting like sixty seven percent from the free throw. They line. gotta pull him into a room and figure out like how how we can make you even just a tad better. I, I, I can't see them winning more than a series right now, personally. I think I they win one yeah. series if, if... I mean, they have to win the play-in. So, bro, there's seven the games Clippers are in the play-in right now. Like, what if it's Clippers-Lakers? I'm taking the Clippers, probably. I would Because I would Lakers. assume they're going to have they're gonna have their guys back, too. I, I oh, mean, see, I don't think they're coming back. I don't know. Like, it's a, it's a toss-up. If everyone's back on both sides, I think the Clippers win. It's just uh, I, I disagree. I would take the Lakers because camaraderie matters. Do they even have that? I think the camaraderie actually yeah. favors the Clippers because yeah, with the watch. Lakers, when I watch the Lakers sometimes, like LeBron looks checked out as much as it kills me to say that. I know. LeBron looks checked out. They don't look together. They don't look like they're playing hard for Frank Vogel anymore. Well, DeAndre Jordan, I mean, they just uh, waved him, but he's throwing passes into the stands. <laughs> well, Trevor Ariza is old. I only said that because LeBron and AD have won together. That's why I said, like, like if they got into the playoffs, I would give – a. Out of unless it was the Suns, I give them a fair chance of of upsetting a team. I do yeah. with with if, their health. Okay, if they so have here's those a question two, you, you have to give them a chance. Rob says, by the way, AD's looking real tin manish lately. Bro, the dude so, can't stay. Yeah, I've never seen that before. How far do the Lakers it's go? It's a great comment. At best, I think they they win a series. I best. think they're winning a series and then they're gone. They're winning a series and gone. Yeah. I think they're first round exits and that's it. But you think they're gonna win in the playoffs? I think they'll get in the playoffs. All right. Weirdly, even though they, they they're, they're garbage, bro. I but know. I'm I just not don't see that. them. I don't see them beating any of the top seeds. Like I'm saying, best case one series. It, honestly, Nick, it's almost it's. I I don't want to say I don't want to put anything to it yet, but it's almost more likely that they don't win a series than it is. Like I could see them winning yeah. one series. That's all I'm saying. Oh no, no I no, can't no. see yeah. them doing. No. Anything else, and I don't even feel confident in them winning the series. So what makes what you I'm trying to say? Yeah. So what makes you say they're going to win a series? Like, so if they get the AFC, they're going to play. They're playing the Suns. Do you think they're they're going to beat them? Do you have a chance? No, but I uh, they would they would get them six games. They would take two from them. I don't know, bro. If it, dude, it's if, I'm just know. saying health. If they have LeBron and AD, they'll get two games from the Suns. They did last year. Yeah, real shit. I want to hear from the people that think the Lakers aren't getting in at all. Scream if you if you're thinking that, dude. If they Guys, miss the playoffs, uh, okay. So that's a good point. Go if ahead. they miss the playoffs, what does that do for Le- like LeBron's legacy? Does it change anything? Does it does it yeah, do we does it add it like something to to his legacy? Does it what does it do? I don't what, think it's going to hurt him this year in particular, but I would wonder if he stays. I think I'm leaning towards yes, he's staying. With the Lakers next year, like what? What do you guys think? Do you think 100%. he's staying with the Lakers next year? Yeah, hundred percent. I, I gotta be honest with you, man. I, I do not know. But there's I, a chance, though. There's a chance he leaves. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I think I'm leaning that way. I think he, I'm leaning that he stays. I That's where honest. I'm at right now. I'm, I'm leaning that he leaves. I'm it's lean, really that close. I think though. like sixty forty ish for me, yeah. Nick. Yeah, it's that I, close. I hundred percent that he stays because Damn. I think he's he's rolling until until his son gets in the league. Yeah, I mean, and he loves LA. Well, when is his son getting in the league? Two years. Two years. Is he going to be in the league, LeBron? Still, he already yeah. said he wait. Come on, he already said he's got to chase. He's chasing Kareem's record. Got a lot of mileage on them legs, bro. Yo, real he's quick, still balling. real he's quick, still balling. guys. No, no, no doubt. But like that shit, that shit, it's going to catch up. Real quick, who do you think 
are the two teams in the finals right now, if you had to guess. And this doesn't, you don't have to give an explanation. Who's in the finals right now? Sun Sixers. Yeah, that's me too. That's me too. Bro, honestly. The West is open though, I, I think. Oh yeah. I feel like it's too, it, it's it's a cool, it's cool. Like, all right, yeah, the Sun's cool. But I, I, I'm going to go Sixers in Memphis, bro. Oh my God, that'd be wild. Yeah, I, I am, dude. That would be wild. I, I, I don't know. I just, like... The Suns are are fucking amazing. Like, I mean, they lost twelve games all year, bro. <laughs> like, and you're the one who had you were the one who was uh, highest on the Suns among the three of us for this year in particular. Oh yeah, like you I, had them going back if I'm if I remember correctly. I did. I did. So that's a bold. I mean, he I was he, he was the Suns guy. Yeah, no, I, I still believe in them. Like, I definitely think they're they're the favorites to get to come out of the West. Like, if they made the, if they made the finals, I'm not surprised. I don't know if they are right now with Chris with CP out. Are they still? The Warriors yeah, might have yeah, yeah. T- overtaken that. I don't the know. Warriors have them. Uh, no, the, they have the Warriors by like a game and a half right now. I think. No, no, no. Are they the favorite, though, money-wise, oh. to come out of the West? Oh. Still? I didn't see that. I mean, they have to be, bro. There's seven games ahead of the yeah. Suns. I mean, uh, the, the Warriors. It's Chris Paul. six and a half. Like, and that's what we, when we were talking about this back last June when we first started doing this. We were talking about Chris Paul and where he ranks and stuff like that. Chris Paul wins everywhere he goes. I mean, the Rockets. The Suns, Oklahoma City, a few years ago, when they when the Rockets traded him, was projected to be a lottery team. They were talking buyout, and he made the playoffs with Shea Gilgis Alexander, who's a stud. But they made the play. He made the playoffs with them and took the Rockets to seven games in the first round, and almost won that series when James Harden was dropping 60, 10, and eleven re- regularly. That was when James Harden averaged 40, 43 points in the month of January, the highest since Wilt Chamberlain averaged forty five back in. 70 Yo, so, i have the, i have the answer to this question by the way it depends on on where you're betting but across the board the suns and warriors have the same odds right now uh, I, there's a couple of them where the suns are favored to get there um and then the nets still have the edge on the sixers <laughs> right now i don't get like, that bro. by you know it's not too much of a margin but it's it's enough to be like huh what's the greatest? And actually the bucks have better odds than the Sixers right now on multiple betting platforms. That's fair. What's Don't the, give me that next what's shit. The, what's the Grizz? The Grizz. They're probably high. Yeah, like roughly like plus 2,500 across the board. So, yeah, I mean, there you, there you have it, guys. I think that we should table this for later because we're going to be talking about this for a while we're, we're back in on the nba what I know. are you going to say Nick? i got you one wanna, more question throw it out guys. there let's make I it let's make it honest. quick besides the sixers who do you guys want to see the winning championship besides the sixers yeah. the suns the suns yeah i, I would like to see chris paul get one but i do but i yeah the bro. sixers man i'm so excited for the sixers me right too because i think they're going to win it all but i really do. I wouldn't ma- I, honestly i wouldn't even mind milwaukee because i'm a fan of Giannis. i love drew holiday and I just like the way they play. I just can't stand Mike Budenholzer. Yeah, I don't want another one of those. I don't want another Bucks championship. I don't think they're going to get w- one anyway. I want to see the Grizz, Personally. and I want to see or the Mavericks. I'm, oh I'm, my a, God, I'm, I'm a fan Luker, of... Ja in the finals with Embiid and Harden. <laughs> bro, Sixers would win that. I would be great. We would fuck First, them up. Yeah. Bro, would, I love Luka, It would be 4 a beast. 4-1, 4-2, easy. Probably. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm not going to throw too much shade. I don't want to jinx the Sixers. Guys... NFL! Philly Phil, you know what to do! Freak ass. <laughs> Freak uh-huh. Wide receiver talk, guys. It's combine hour, by the way. You're, you're hearing a lot of things. 
I mean, I guess I could mention a few. Should I mention a few things? I mean, nah, maybe not. We're kind of we're kind of pushing time a little bit. Say let's what you just need to say. say. Let's just say like <laughs> there's some sources saying. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate yeah, it. It's a pod. But Fucking talk your yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, you know Fuck what? It, there's dude. some Fuck sources. The time. Talk your shit, bro. You know, Russell Wilson was on uh, a show yesterday saying uh, he don't like the East Coast. He loves the West Coast. Bullshit. Mm. Yeah, but but the Giants were on his list. I call bullshit. Um, was it a fabricated list, or is this one of those lists that just kind of float around? I just I just think that he was saying the right things at the right time, honestly. And Probably. I think that the Eagles did the same thing when they went out and they just listen. If you have a franchise quarterback, no one's asking questions. If you have a franchise quarterback, they're being asked a question. The fact you have to answer that question kind of says it all right there. And how he has to sit there and defend that he has a franchise quarterback. So how he went out there and said he's Jalen Hurts is our guy today. All right, so that's an interesting note, but I don't believe him. He's but, is, but is that fair, though? I mean, like, he only played one year as a starter and made the playoffs. I mean, like... He should be your franchise quarterback. But yeah. listen, though, like... But, like, is it the fair to question is, like, that, though? Like, listen, why are like, people questioning it? Here's the thing, is there were no questions about Justin Herbert. There were no questions about Patrick Mahomes. There were no questions about... Um, insert quarterback, really. Insert any recent even Dak. franchise quarterback. They're not asking the question. But everyone's asking this question to the Eagles. And then there was another source on the flip side saying that the Eagles did have conversations about acquiring Russell Wilson. That was this morning. Hmm. And that was a Philadelphia source. So, interesting. We're not talking about him today. All right. We're just throwing it out there. There's all kinds of stuff. Saquon Barkley's probably available. We can maybe even talk about him if there's time today. I don't think there's going to be. But the wide receivers we're about to mention. DK Metcalf. Calvin Ridley, all right? DK Metcalf, there was a Seattle reporter who suggested that he can be presumably acquired for an early first-round pick this offseason. DK Metcalf, this is a guy who I think consensus going into the season, everyone had him in their top 10, if not close to top five. He has a down year. He's playing hurt. He can be acquired for an early first. This is what they're saying. Seattle might want to rebuild. That's an interesting tip, too, by the way. If they're willing to get rid of him, doesn't that kind of say, like, when there's smoke, yep. there's fire with Russell Wilson? <laughs> so they might want to hit the reset button. We don't know this. Guys, would you, though, without speculating all the other shit, if you're an NFL team not named the Seahawks, would you make that trade? An early first rounder for Metcalf. You get him for this year, you get him for next year, then you got to extend him. I probably would because I know what I'm getting. I would trade a first-round pick for him, especially if I'm the Eagles. But they're saying early, though. So that's, like, to me... Got to be top 15, I assume, top 12. Yeah. Um, Early is I don't, the like, part that I'm stuck on. I just, this is, why Why is, like, the league's now so obs obsessed with, like, it's like recency bias. Yeah. Like, okay, he had a little bit of a down year. He's young. He's a beast. You saw what he can do. And he was playing hurt. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't understand that. Why would you not trade a first-round pick for DK Metcalf? Like, you know what you're getting. I mean, not for nothing, but... We drafted Jalen Rieger, and I hate to shit on the guy because I've done it enough, but <laughs> you don't know what you're getting with that. When you when you draft somebody, it's like it's like an enigma. You don't know what you're getting until you get him into the in, into the building and see what he's rocking with. But you know what you're getting with DK Metcalf. So why would you not do that? 
I, there's I, a good point. I think it's cheap. I think it's a cheap price tag. I take him any day of the week, bro. He's 24 years old. Just turned 24 a couple, couple months ago. Uh, the guy's a monster, dude. Like, do you, do you see his frame? <laughs> like Double-digit touchdowns I, are a lock. No doubt. And you got to bring yeah. like, Like, if I'm a team like, you know, the commanders, if they get a quarterback. Who? Yo, you get a quarterback and, and you link him up with uh, Terry McLaurin. Yo, that's fucking, that's a scary duo. I was just going to ask you, what do you think about a fit? And actually, that's a, that's a good one. Nick. I can't believe you didn't say it. I said who, by the way, because I'm not used to hearing commanders. That's like, it's oh. just weird to me. A perfect fit for him. Who can't draft wide receivers for shit? Philly. Not, Philly? Well, not that. No. New England. New England? I mean. He would be great for Mac Jones. Why wouldn't he? See, I, he would be great for Nelson Aguilar. I don't know. That's Hunter a guy Henry? Bill can keep under under the wraps. But I dude. don't know because I don't know if Mac Jones has the arm strength to get the ball downfield. He I did. think he does. I Alabama, like, he threw him. I think he does, but this this offense was not favorable for him to be able to do so. And real fast, hold I on like, I like the Here's deep the ball thing that he with, throws. With, uh, with mids. Mids. If as long as he has a player that what? can go up and get the ball, he would be all right. DK Metcalf can go up and get the ball. He doesn't Bro. have to be pinpoint accurate at that point. I almost just spit out my Coke everywhere. Mids. Mids. mids? Oh, my God. Yeah, Mr. Mids. Mac is mids. So is Jalen Hurts mids? <laughs> right now. Is Mac Jones a franchise quarterback? He's mids. Yeah. He is? Yeah, he could he be. Mids. He could be. I, so. I, like the, I like his arc better than Jalen Hurts' is right now. Not his arse. Let's specify. I knew this was... <laughs> I knew this was... Oh, right that. Yeah, that's fucking insane. But, like, not for nothing. I mean, Mac Jones had flashes, but he wasn't, like, all that. Yeah, I, I, I like... I think that... So why is I like he a shoe-in so shoe franchise quarterback, but Jalen Hurts is not? That's an interesting question. Like, to but me, I, it doesn't make any sense. It's just funny. I made that comment it, before. I said, if I feel like if you put Jalen Hurts with New England, if you switch Jalen Hurts and Mac Jones, they would have very similar Do you want to know why, Nick? Seasons. I it's feel like because they're very similar. We all know who the Eagles are. We know how much they value quarterbacks, and we know they got three first-round picks. That's why. It's plain and simple. And they were, they were sniffing around that market. That's why. Plain and simple. Guys, would I do the DK Metcalf trade? I would do it, too. Because you're getting two years of them, basically. Yeah. Um, team control, and I think that he is going to be a guy that that's worth the price tag, and I think he is a top ten receiver. But early first rounder for me, no, I would do a first rounder, but I would do mid to late. Depends on the team though, too. Like early first round for me, like I can't do that example. for him. I can't. Like I'm not saying trade the first overall pick, but he would be great for Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. He would be great for him. I'm not saying trade the first overall pick for him. I'm not saying that, but. Yeah. He would be great for him. Yeah, is it a high first or they're saying early they're first? Saying, so I, I assume I'm throwing top fifteen at you, but more likely that's like top twelve. I can you see say it. early top I, twelve. Yeah, I can see it's probably twelve to twenty Here's range. A, here we go, Jags. If you have the tenth pick in the draft, and they said give us the tenth pick and we'll give you um, DK Metcalf, how do you how do you not do that? Oh, because, yeah, I don't think because, I could. No. I need because offensive line. Need offensive line. Yeah, so you have sorry, you're right. Absolutely, yeah. I'm right with you. Yeah, right no, there. you need your offensive Protect line. Protect your right. ass. It's yes. No, you're right. Facts. Emphasis for a reason. You're right on factuals. That. So that, that was that was a bad comparison, but no, I, no, I can't it, think of something it was okay. It was okay. Um, Miami, put him at Waddle. Oh my God, they need O line too yeah. for the record, but. Yeah. Miami, well, they don't have their. They, they gave us their first rounder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for two. <laughs> but the commanders, if they have one, bro. 
<laughs> the Commanders are interesting, but they need a quarterback, and they're, oh, yeah. they're going to need to they're going to need the compensation to be able to give for one. I don't know, man. I I would say. I think Seattle's moving on too fast. That kind of gives me some polls. 100% they are. And I, I don't think, even get that. I think fit-wise, man, I, I would love to see him in Philly only because I, I think... I mean, I'm not I'm not saying they should give up their whole lot of the first-round picks for two Seattle guys. I wouldn't... Color, don't color me surprised, though. Like, I don't... I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles did something like that. If they sent number 19 or number if 16 they and got DK three, Metcalf, I'm all in. If bro. they sent all three of their first and they get Russ and DK, I wouldn't be surprised. Let's just put it out there. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's going to happen. Though. Here's a team but I think that's for. the best fit right there. Right there. Give, they, need, they need a guy to go alongside Smith. I'll tell you a team that's a sleeper. Who? The Titans. Another one? Oh, well, I mean, for DK you Metcalf, Julio should have been. They have Julio, though. Isn't he under contract this year? Yeah, he Bro, is. Bro, I would cut bait ASAP. If I can get DK Metcalf and pair him with A.J. Brown with Derrick Henry, I'm fucking doing that all day. The Colts could all really day? use him, too. The oh, Colts, Colts. The Browns. Oh, That's yeah. a great, yeah. great destination. Yeah. The Colts. If they keep wins. We're just shooting yeah. this shit, though. Well, anyway, guys, I think I think he's probably staying in Seattle. Where does where does he wind up? I think he stays with Probably Seattle because one more year, especially with the news today. Yeah, I mean, unless if they really do want a first, then you move. This well, year. I'm saying the news with Pete Carroll saying that and Russ saying I love it here and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So, but it's all speculation. Well, if Russ stays, DK ain't going nowhere. Yeah, of course, of course. That's yeah. just the bottom line. And I think that they'll wait. Uh, I think they'll wait a year before going down that path. But now we have to talk Calvin Ridley, guys. Calvin Ridley, Steve. Weich, okay, NFL Network reporter. He's fantastic. He contributes to the Falcons' website. I don't know if you guys knew that. He reported initially that Ridley might want to change the scenery, and the front office doesn't even have any idea if he'll be back. Arthur Blank has said it. Terry Fontenot has said it. No one knows what's going on here. So they say that he might be available for a second-round pick. Would you do this deal that's number one. Part two is, do you think this is a better, like, is he a better value than DK at a one, per uh, se? So that's a two-part question. It depends on what you give up. If I'm giving up the top 20 pick, and then if I have a 20th overall and I can get DK Metcalf, I would take him. But I think a second-round pick for Ridley is certainly value. But the problem is, is is he going to play? That's my like if he's point. if he's if he's healthy if he's come back he's he fixed all his issues internally and he's he's ready to ball out like the second round pick is fucking cheap bro like yeah. yo second round pick you can get a fucking uh, a wide receiver like JJ Arcega Whiteside bro like in the second round so if I can get a second round pick for Calvin Ridley I'm fucking doing it all day my issue with Ridley is as uh, I was gonna say what you did but I don't like and that's not like I'm not again I'm not throwing shade at what's going on with him mentally but. I don't know if his mind isn't right. You can't make that trade if you're another franchise. You just you can't do it. Like the talent's there, obviously. Like Calvin Ridley's awesome. I love Calvin Ridley, and I would take him on the Eagles at a second round pick all day. It's still all a day si- long. Uh, yeah, it's still a sizable investment. Like not for nothing, but at that point, I would almost rather the Eagles take the second and go get Ridley as opposed to getting rid of their first and getting Metcalf. I will probably lean that way too, Mike. And I'm not saying, I'm just saying. I like DK better, by the way. It would fit better because Howie's definitely trading one of those picks. And I feel like you can, you can just, you can get more, but I don't know if he's mentally ready. And if you have some, some, you know, some mental issues, Philly's a hard place to play. 
They're supposedly one of the teams interested, like by the yeah. way, in New England. And and by the way, yep. So that I was gonna say, as far as fit, I think that's the best fit for Ridley. I agree. The type of offense yeah. that they're running and what the quarterback likes to do. I mean, historically though, this offense favors a guy with his route running skills um, and catching in traffic. I think New England's the best fit. However, I could definitely I'm see. Ridley. I yeah. Could, yeah, but I could also see New England's offense kind of like changing a bit because Josh McDaniels left. This is also true. So I mean, we have to take that into account. But yeah. I think, like, I mean, even even when, even when Bill O'Brien was OC, Charlie Weiss, they ran similar styles. Who, right. go, who do you so think like, becomes their OC? They didn't hire one, right? Maybe Bill O'Brien goes back. I, that was the rumor initially that he oh, was. I, I didn't even know. I don't I think they threw. actually hired someone yet. But Bill O'Brien was in the conversation. Yeah, I just threw that out there because that's you know. The, I, I was just making an, uh, an educated guess, but I would make that deal though. I actually think um, it probably is a better value, but you would have to. I mean, look, th- then you got to worry about his fifth year option. I feel like DK is a safer long term investment, and I feel like Ridley's more of like a a number two receiver, like a really really good one. I don't yes. think he's a clear cut number one like DK. Give and, me both of them though. And also, <laughs> I, make, I make the deal if it's on the table. If the team comes to me. I'm the Eagles. I say, yeah, I'm doing it. You know, Howie, though, it would be exactly what he did with Darius Slay. If you're coming here, we're going to do the extension now. Yeah. Because Howie's, I and mean, as that's how you get weasel, the cap to but work. He's not an, he's not, that's how, he it, is an idiot. that's how it would work with Russell Wilson. You have to extend them to shorten the cap. And also, you give them more bonuses up front. It lowers the cap number. That's exactly have, what they would have to do. We have tons of cap space. So exactly. It's like, there's no issue. They created there. like 12 off of Brandon Brooks' retirement because they restructured him before that. That's just one move. Yeah. He does it every year. So he'll guarantee somebody who you know is going to be on the roster, and you give him that money up front. You say, hey, here you go. You're a Philadelphia Eagle this year. Boom. 10, get, 12 mil. I get both of them. I would. I, I get Ridley, Metcalf, and fucking Rodgers, bro. Man, Straight I, up. I don't hate any of it. You want to win the bowl, bro? This is... Bro, the NFL is switching to super teams, dude. Like, if you look around, bro, the last they two are. years, like, quarterbacks have a lot of fucking power to do whatever they want. So they can go to situations where they feel like, yo, they have the best chance to actually win a Super Bowl. And it, it's just like, it, for me, like, if I if I am a GM of a team, I am looking at these two wide receivers. I'm looking at the quarterback market. And I'm like, okay, if I acquire those three players, I'm going to the bowl, bro. Like, I, I have a great chance of going to the bowl if I have a good defense that back me up. That's actually a perfect segue, Nick, for Matt Ryan. I mean, this is the way the league's going, though. Go out. I, I already said to you guys, I think they're going. Every team is looking at the last two years, and they're saying, "Hey, we get the right quarterback in here, we can win this thing." The only so my, my only counter to that a little bit is, it only is real if you win. Like if Matt Stafford correct. lost. They were saying, oh, my God, it's terrible because the Rams are eventually going to hit. They had to get there. They're going to hit a cap issue. That team had to get there, though. Yeah. But there might be another team that's afforded a year. The Rams had to get there. But the point is, though. They did it. It's like, yeah, they did the damn thing. Tom Brady did the damn thing. They went out and got them differently. One was a free agent. One was a trade. That's where the league's going, and I think we're going to have crazy movement. Um, Audience, before we go to Matt Ryan, and we're going to make this one quick, um, you tell us who would you rather have. Metcalf for a one or Ridley for a two, and assume assume you're extending both of them. And Ridley's and Ridley's and assume okay. they're both fine because I mean they're both unhealthy in some certain way. So mental, physical, whatever. So assume they're both good. 
Who's the better investment? All right, Ridley for a two, Metcalf for a one, and this is last but not least. We're gonna we're gonna do this quickly, okay? Matt Ryan. This came out today because, believe it or not, he's not getting talked about much. I mean, a lot of us have speculated this could have been his last year in Atlanta. No one's really talking about him being possibly available. He might still have something left. I mean, you've seen it with Matthew Stafford, for example, who's a pretty decent comparable. I think Stafford is definitely in a better place talent-wise right now. But it, it's always been close the last couple of years. So anyway, uh, Arthur Blank is saying he anticipates Matt Ryan being a part of the team in 2022. I don't know if I like the the language he used there. A kind part of, of the team. A part of the yeah. team, and he didn't even. It's just it's weird. I mean, I, that he didn't say. To me, he didn't say somebody. like he's my quarterback. Yeah, it makes it seem like yeah, gonna something's going on there. We just don't know what. Okay, so let's assume Matt Ryan's available for I don't know. Let's say uh, a two, like or maybe even like a conditional two and three. I Make it almost three. like the the Wentz deal, but like lesser because he's older. Yeah. I mean, where do you think he'll wind up? And also, do you think it's worth trading for him if you're a team that's on the brink, like one of the like all the teams we've been talking about? Like, is he you know maybe the Colts? I mean, I think is he there, stays. Is he? You think he stays? I, I think he stays with Atlanta, to be honest. Even if they draft um, um, a quarterback in the first round, I do, and they would let him learn behind him because he, he's a pro's pro. So I don't have any, there's like you don't have character issues with him. You don't have any of the diva shit with him. He just shows up to work. However, like my thing is, is if the Falcons said we want a three for him, and you're Pittsburgh, how do you not do that? Like, because if you're looking at Carson Wentz and Jimmy G and Matt Ryan's an MVP. He's been to the Super Bowl. Like, you know he can play. Now, Jimmy G has been there also, but I feel like, you know, Matt Ryan, maybe not, uh, no, I would say right now too, Matt Ryan is ahead of those players. Absolutely. He's more accomplished in the NFL. And you bring in the leadership instantly. Correct. So if you add Matt Ryan to the Steelers, I feel like they're instantly, I feel like they're a contender right there. If you add him to Denver, are they a contender? Yes. I don't. Th I think if you add yeah. him to the Colts, he's kind. He's he's going to have a better defense, but he's going to a very very similar situation that he's already in. I think all three of those teams would contend right away. And I actually I love that you said the Steelers. That was going to be what I would say. I, I mean, they need offensive line. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but if he's available for one of those kind of picks, there's your first round pick. You go do get it, a lineman, and you say, yeah, Steelers will sign someone in free agency. Yeah, it'll add a character, but. There's a way to do it. Even if you're the Steelers you know? and they're, they're, you know, they're playing hardball and they're giving you a two, I would still probably bite. To I, be honest, I still think he's got something left. I think he might have like two years, give he or had take. Flash. It was a rough. Year. Yeah, it was. It, it was like up and down this year. You yeah. see that he could still make some throws. So it really all depends on the team. For me, I would go out and do it for for a two. I probably would. It's a quarterback we're talking about. Quarterbacks. That that's the price you got to pay. You got to pay an early round pick. Nick Theories? What I are you think thinking? I think he's going to stay. I don't, because I, he's not the kind of guy that's kind of wanting out. So, like, I don't think there's a there's a, like, a pressing issue there. So, for me, I think he's going to stay. If he gets moved, it's probably going to be against his wish. I yes. mean, I agree. I actually yeah. think that they might want to move on yes, more so agree, than him. Totally I don't agree. think – I think he'd be indifferent. But, like, I think he would probably rather stay at this point and just finish off there. But they are – I mean, they're clearly a rebuilding team. So, we'll see. Like, it's and, another guy, though. Like, and here's another one, real fast. Just to go ahead. If you call the Giants, give us your second round pick, and you could have Matt Ryan. It's not going to happen because they got Daniel Jones. They're, they're, they're declining his fifth year option. 
Yeah, but they're going to give him one more I don't, chance. I, don't, I think if there's going to be a team that goes out and gets him, they're thinking, Commanders. like, they're so Commanders. close. Yo. And, I mean, they, they Yo, would be a team I'm that not. would pay... They like got, more they, than anyone else. Know. They have passion. And Bro. by the way, Ron Rivera made comments today. It made it seem like, like they're gonna pay the Piper. How real, bro? They don't care. They don't give a fuck. They're gonna pay the piper. They have That's a good why team. I said, they yo, have a team. yo, let's revisit this yo. for a second. Five seconds, I swear. <laughs> Jimmy G. When we were talking about the quarterbacks, like where we think they're going. That's why I said Jimmy G's going there because I think. They're the only team that's going to give up, a, like, almost a one. They're going to be the one. Washington has history of doing this under Dan Snyder. They yes. overpay for everything. They don't give a fuck. I love that Nick said that. Yeah, like the commanders. Yo, you, you get Matt Ryan for a third, and then you fuck around and get DK Metcalf. Bro, who's saying no? You instantly change your team. Now you got Gibson, McLaurin, um, Logan Thomas, DK Metcalf, and Matt Ryan. And, you can win. And, and Matt Ryan win. has experience with big wide receivers. Like he's he's had like Julio Jones, you put DK Metcalf with Matt Ryan and, and Even scary Kyle fucking. For that matter. If you just Bro. had Matt Ryan in Tennessee over Ryan Tannehill, great point. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, and you got Julio still there. I don't know. Maybe he gets something out of him because they're probably stuck with him. That I mean, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. You think Matt Ryan is that much better than Tannehill? Yeah, I, I think he could elevate a team more than Ryan Tannehill. I do. Ryan Tannehill is like one of those teammates, like one of those. He was the one seed. Go out there and don't lose. Yeah, well, that would be interesting, though. But, I mean, whatever. This is, this is a crazy conversation. Um, Matt Ryan had to be mentioned, though, because there's just so many quarterbacks that could be on the move. And I'm sure we're going to talk about this, like, every show. We're coming up on, you know, we got the combine. We got um, the new league year in pretty much a week. So stay tuned. All right, guys? You hear the music. You know it's time. We had a lot of fun today. Thanks for joining us. Man, it was great to be back, guys. I missed you guys. Um, so more to come from P&I. All right? This episode, episode 61 of Psychotic and Iconic, was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for Prize Picks today using the promo code ICONIC will get 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's promo code ICONIC. You see it? Oh. Now you see it. Look at that merch. Thanks, IPP Pressworks, again for this merch. Flames. It's flames. All right. Anyway, prize picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Prize picks. Check us out, okay? Go to propshq.com, the props network where we are live for our shows, and check us out there. Subscribe, please, okay? You don't want to miss out. Our next show, guys. Next show, Monday. March 7th, so it's this upcoming Monday, 8 p.m. You won't want to miss it. We will all be here, okay? I think we're good. I think the audience was fire tonight, as usual. Regular. Great comments. Shit, regular. It's just regular, no man. No cap. Nick Theories, go ahead. Thanks, everybody. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. We really do, man. It's, it's been a fucking blast. We got Palante back in the fucking flesh. I'm back. We got our P&I gear on. Man, it was time, a great Phil. episode, man. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, for it. all the audience <laughs> out it's there. It's, it's far back now. <laughs> Phil, okay. Phil can never find it. We say that shit all Yo, the time. Yo, come on. Anyway. That's oh, go, crazy, ahead. go ahead, Nick. Bro. That's crazy. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I need to add as a sound effect, man. <laughs>
If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. Also, we are on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and we will see you guys next week at P&I, baby.